0: This is Couch Crouches. No, it doesn't work, does it?
1: It's really something about that, the weird distorted voice when, sometimes I miss it. Sometimes I listen to the theme <laughs> song and I, I think to myself like, this is Couch Crouches. And nah. I'm like, at the same time, you know, I don't think it needs it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Couch Crouches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. We have a special guest with us today. Gonzo's uh, taking a week off. Uh, we have with us... The lovely and talented Dan. Dan, how you doing?
2: I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good.
0: Dan is uh, a
1: long-time listener, long-time listener. Yeah, mm -hmm. love the uh, show. I think I appreciate that. You're one of the few. (laughs) Dan, did you start listening like when we first started making it, or oh yeah,
2: way back in like Couch Crouchers 1.0 when it was on the couch? Well, yeah, yeah, I've I've heard those.
0: Um, Dan. (laughs) was actually a guest once mm-hmm, on, an unaired. on an unaired episode. Yes. And, and it was one of those early, it was a, it was a grouching after dark mm-hmm. and a really up, drunken grouching after dark. It comes up
1: on my time hop. There's just a tweet that's it's me retweeting Couch Grouches and just says, thank God we're not recording. And I'm pretty sure that's that episode. Yeah. <laughs> With, uh, um, with Dan and also a friend of the show, Austin.
0: Was that the one where Austin was convincing <laughs> you to move Austin to Boston? Austin was trying
1: to convince me to move up to Boston. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is funny because they're they're in the next couple of years moving down here. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, it
1: might <sighs> before Austin. No, he was just starting to date.
0: Kara. Kara. Yeah, just starting yeah. to. So, uh, Joe, how was your week?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's been going. I've been uh, been applying to a lot of new jobs because I really don't go wanna go back to mine after after this school year. Um but uh Oh by
0: the way, yes, there's also a special guest in the background, uh Peter. Hello Peter.
1: Peter's all squeaky over there. How
0: are you doing, Peter? He's oh now scared. you're shy. Now he doesn't want to talk. And then of course we also have um she who currently holds Peter, Jamie. Hi Jamie. Hello. Yeah. So you want to find a new job?
1: I'm uh, I'm doing my best. I have I have a few leads. A couple of them are in district. A couple of them are not in district. Um, got a few people sending me stuff, but I got a decent resume now, and I can. You do? You I do. did. I also got a promotion at camp this year, so I can put on my resume social worker, which is a big deal. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because somebody can look at that resume and go, "Hey, he has." Experience in the social work field. I
0: mean, so I and was a degree in social work. So mm-hmm. I was working in nonprofits for a while, and when I was working in nonprofits, part of my job was writing grants. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I got my last job that I could actually say to people, "What do you do for a living?" And I could say, "I'm a grant writer." Right. And now that's currency, dude. Yeah. Like if I want to try to find another job mm-hmm. in nonprofit, what do you do? I'm a fucking grant writer. Yeah, and that's dope. So it's like Dan saying he's an engineer. Except he's like a computer engineer, so.
1: Still an engineer. No, I give him a hard time. Yeah, uh, But no,
0: no. He he makes so, hold on. He says he's an engineer, but he's a computer engineer. But he can say he's an engineer, so he can easily get that job running running the choo-choo train.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm definitely overqualified for that one, I think.
0: <laughs> can you shovel coal? That's the question.
2: <laughs> mm, depends on how heavy it is.
0: <laughs> so Dan, and I make this joke about my friend Dan. Um, you seem kind of lucid, Dan. You see them all there.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've uh, been laying off for a bit, definitely. You know, money. Yeah, It's expensive.
0: Yeah. I mean, my friend Dan, whom I love greatly, um, I give him a hard time, but uh, I, mostly D&D. Sometimes Dan would show up to D&D higher than giraffe pussy.
1: On
2: occasion, yeah. it has happened.
1: Yes.
0: So I like to bust his balls about it. Um, it's been a bit, though. No, it's yeah, been Dan. quite like a while.
1: Time, most times I see Dan now, he's... Uh, yeah, It's don't... free and clear. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it definitely since, was since, an everyday thing. Yeah but, yeah, not but not si-
0: yeah, but since you, really since you kind of started this job, or even like before that, kind of started the job process, you started kind of slowing down.
2: Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Being a fucking
0: adult and whatnot.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, the sh- we didn't release a show last week, but I did release a social media post. I am now, um, I think.
1: Are you two weeks? Or no, one week. I'm a week. Yeah into you were 36 hours last yeah. week.
0: I'm a, a I'm a week into um my kicking of a habit. Mm-hmm. I've not had a diet coke in a week. Um I don't feel bad. I I feel like I was a little bitchy this weekend. What were your thoughts, Jamie? I would agree with that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was a little bitchy this weekend. Um you know, and kind of couldn't figure out a reason why.
1: You think it was the Diet Coke?
0: I do. I do. I mean I get like you know, kinda of like what I said on the uh, on, on on the uh, the video on uh, on our Facebook, Joe. What's the address?
1: It's uh, Facebook.com slash
0: couchcratches. Um You know, I was really kind of exhibiting some fucking um, addictive fucking behavior. Yeah. And I actually, it's mm-hmm. funny, I went to my um, my shrink yesterday. Yeah. Just, I go every couple of, you know, like every month or two mm-hmm. just to kind of, you know, I have to because yeah. I'm medicated. So, <clears throat> And uh, I told him about it. I said, yeah, mm-hmm. I quit Diet Coke. And he's like, oh, that's random, but good. I said, when well, I told him how much Diet Coke I was drinking, he's like, yeah, it's not healthy. I said, that's not why I quit. <laughs> and I told him. Yeah. And I said, you know, um, I noticed this thing I was doing. He's like, okay, Mm. And I said, yeah, when I, when I, when I finish a can of Coke, I got <laughs> th- off the top of the can. Yeah. He's like, well, that's normal. I'm like, yeah, but if I don't, and I put the can down. I begin having a panic attack. He's like, oh, that's some OCD yeah. shit right there. I'm like, yeah, but look at me. You think I'm fucking OCD? He's like, ah, oh, it's a little, little piccadillo. He's Speaking like, yeah. Of, I, I, I was, said, does that sound addictive? He's like, well, you, you as long as you're not rubbing it rubbing it into your
1: teeth. I was going to bring a can to crack on this episode, and I left it at home. Uh, so apologies to everybody who looks forward to the can crack every week. <laughs> that wasn't that was too good. bad. That's that pretty, pretty good. good. It's good foley work right there. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Or, or we can do a bottle.
1: That was, that was like a L- little yeah. snapple bottle there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's see if I can do another one. Um, it's
1: like a little predator click.
0: No, that's a, that's a. I can't do it. There it is. That's it. Thank you, Daniel.
2: That's the one I got. That's yeah. the one you got.
0: <laughs> um. It's funny, my Chewbacca always sounds mm-hmm. like Merman from fucking yeah. He-Man. man! <laughs> <laughs> like ridiculous. Um, so this is the intro to our show, Dan. <laughs> it's it's going great,
2: going great. Yeah.
0: So uh, Dan, people don't know you. Um, tell us about yourself. Tell the Grouch potatoes about yeah. yourself we're still calling them grouch potatoes
1: right we i i still refer to them as grouch potatoes on social media mm, okay. so i like grouch
2: potatoes i like it uh about me well uh i mean i met you guys through theater yeah. um mm-hmm. producers was for both of you yeah yeah uh and down in new britain yeah. but um also Engineer for Otis Elevator. Oh dear, you know, I help actually work.
0: giving us company out there. That's cool. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it's one of the major elevators, so you know if you're on one, trust me, it's it's safe enough. You're safe. <laughs> it enough. does the job. It does the job. Real busy right now. Goes I mean, up, goes down, goes up. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite joke when people ask me how work is. Yeah, it has its ups and downs.
0: <laughs> I hate you so much.
2: <laughs> God damn it. There it is. Mm, that's, that's, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, just uh, 25, living in Middletown, having a great time.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Word. <laughs> 25. I remember being 25. Joe, you remember being 25? I was uh, a couple months back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, it was more. Yeah. So people are familiar with the dynamic of the show. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Hey that being said I may be 42 but you know that I'm the
1: cream of the crop Come right? on that was seamless That was that was good That was good. seamless That was, that was that a was good use good. of that one Yeah I will also say this is one of the first times if not the first time that I am not the youngest person at the table It's true It's true <laughs> I think it may be the first time uh, 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 No cuz we've had we've yes, we yeah. Rob on. yeah we've had we've had interviewees Yeah we've had we've
0: had interviewees and guest stars that have been younger than you a couple Yeah because I know that Rob is younger than you. Who else have
1: we had? I think Jacqueline's younger than no, you. Jacqueline is... <laughs> Jacqueline, she won't listen to this episode. We've been joking with Jacqueline because Jacqueline is going to be 28 this year. Okay, what do you mean joking? What the fuck? So, oh, I'm so old. No, Fucking dine a so, fire, so you, Jacqueline, leggy, you leggy bitch. Jacqueline is like terrified because she's going to be 30 soon. So I just keep anytime I see her, I just go, "Hey, you're going to be 30." So you know the thing about 30 is th- I think the problem with 30 is 30 is
0: the most anticlimactic age
1: cuz you dread it and then it happens and it's and not it's just that, like, yeah. "Fuck,
0: it's nothing." <laughs> 28 was the bad one for yeah. me. So it isn't and it has nothing to do with like, you know, Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin and Kurt Cobain and John Belushi or anything cuz they mm-hmm. all died at 28. Mm-hmm. Um, No, what it was for me, and and, yeah, this is some vain bullshit. Okay. So when you're 20, 21, 22, 23, you're in your early 20s. Mm -hmm. When you're 24, 25, 26, ooh, someone's emailing me, even 27, you're in your mid-20s, 28. Oh, no, so it's 27, by the way, not 28. Minute twenty seven hits. Now you're in your late twenties, and your life is fucking over. Yeah, because yeah, they all died at twenty seven, not twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was twenty seven that really couldn't have hit me that hard. I don't <laughs> remember the age. Then again, I don't remember much anymore. I'm in my forties, so it's all mm-hmm. downhill for me. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> what else? Anything
1: else new with you besides the kick and diet coke?
0: <sighs> kick and diet coke. My job's kicking my ass. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to the uh, last game of the spring season of fantasy quest this weekend
1: is that already uh,
0: yeah they they only take their breaks summer and winter okay so they do three games the spring three games in the fall okay so i'm going to my third and final game for the season and uh it's a bards competition this 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 game i don't Mm -hmm. i don't compete the bards competition i mc it
1: yeah um, because the bard of all bards has to MC the bard competition.
0: Um, so back in the day when <laughs> yeah. I was a player, when I was a younger player and playing a bard, yeah. I was always in the bards competition and I always won the bards competition. Mm-hmm. Usually, I either won it or won like second place. Yeah. So I always won. I won a lot and I won a lot of money doing it. So mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, you know what? And you know, and I, I used to do it. Uh, I used to, you know, sing professionally. And you know, I don't want to be that fucking guy. You know, it's mm-hmm. that's why you don't see me do a whole lot of karaoke. Right. You know, there's always that that person that's good at singing and they do karaoke because they want to sh- – because the whole point of karaoke is to be drunk, sing badly, and have a good time. But there's always, like, the competitive karaoke singers, like, oh, I'm going to show you how good I am. Yeah. Or unless you're, like, two people that we know that hate fucked each other with karaoke mm-hmm. that one time. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Remember that time we were at I think it was it was it Butterfly? It was the person who ran the karaoke who yeah. was that guy. Who was the well, fucking that's giant That's the worst. Yeah. yeah.
1: So so, you know, and I was in line before the guy who was running karaoke. Yeah, he just input himself whatever <laughs> he put wherever himself well, whenever he like, wanted. I he's was the host the voice. I want to mm-hmm. sing for you guys. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. the
0: host. There used to be um, a karaoke guy. So back when I used to frequent um, a pub down the street, um, I don't frequent pubs at all anymore, but when I used to frequent the pub down the street. Um, there was a karaoke guy, uh, Dave Hunter, and his karaoke show was called the Dave Hunter Experience. And he was—I mean, he was—he was cool as shit. But he was definitely like what this kind do? of eighty. He was this eighties burnout guy. So he had—he had like the Big Joe Moderano hair mm-hmm. and like the jeans and stuff like that. And he—he um, he always sang. He always opened the show with the same goddamn song. I was yeah. open with Last Dance with Mary Jane. <laughs> And so one night I got, I got fairly drunk and I sang um, a two out of three ain't bad by mm. Meatloaf. And so if I ever showed up, I was never allowed to sing anything but two out of three ain't bad from Meatloaf to the point like if I wrote something down on karaoke, I'd stand up there. He'd turn on two out of three ain't bad from Meatloaf. I'm like, you fucker. So
1: see, you show up to karaoke. You can, you can be the, the douchebag good person who who sings good to show off. Yeah. You can be the drunk person, or you can show up just to sing Toto's Africa and get the bar all pumped up. Or, like, you know, get everyone to bop, bop, bop when you sing fucking Sweet Caroline. Yeah, Speaking it's... of, how come Toto's Africa is such a big deal? So but we... the land down under is not. Land Down Under is the same as Toto's Africa, except it's about Australia. And it's just as catchy of a tune. So it's funny, because
0: Africa's not about Africa. That's the funny thing. If you've listened to the lyrics about Africa, it's about a dude waiting for his girlfriend at the airport. From Africa. No, at the airport. <laughs> um, no, I just, you know, I think... So there are certain songs... Because first of all, Land Down Under is a much more, everyone loves that fucking song. like, And they're okay with only loving that fucking song. But it's not playing
1: forever in the
0: desert in Africa. No, because here's why. Here's why. So Africa is one of those songs, it's like one of those songs that nobody wants to admit they like. Or back in the day, it was one of those songs that nobody wanted to admit they liked. But everybody loves that song. Mm -hmm. And I've always said, like, if you don't like that song, like, you have a problem with your soul. Like Dan, you like that song, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. Come on now, everybody likes that song. It yeah. pumps them up. Um, mm-hmm, they like mm-hmm. that song. "Land Down Under" is a good one. It's a good um, song. I can't fight this feeling anymore. That's by fucking Ario Speedwagon. Again, who wants to admit they like Ario fucking Speedwagon? No one actually likes Ario Speedwagon, but they like like two songs they hear on the classic rock station. Like they don't go, "Oh, I'm going to turn that off." You know, and, I mean, they might even secretly like roll up a window and start fucking singing, but. I mean, I'm old, so I'm able to go like, I remember when that song came out. I was three. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, but yeah, so I think Africa is one of those back in the day guilty pleasure songs mm-hmm. that I think would. Ha- so you want to happen to Africa? Hipsters. Yeah. What okay. happened to Africa was irony. Was irony. That's fair. Was like you know, hipsters were like, oh, "I'm going to be ironic and 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 like Africa," and then all of a sudden, people are like, "No, dude, Africa's fucking dope." Thank yeah. you, thank you for making it like culturally acceptable to like Africa. That and then the other thing too is, um, at the same time, there was and people don't realize this, and it, so there was a, a viral video very early, in vi- it was it was a YouTube video, and um, it was before um, Straight No Chaser did that. Yeah, did that acapella yeah. version, which is, by the way, what revived Africa. Right. Um, there was like a big um Swedish or Danish uh, acapella chorus, mm-hmm. a big one. Um, and they did um they did Africa, but like before they did Africa, they like 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 did the yeah, rain yeah. and stuff like that. We did
1: that because we watched that video. It yeah. was my senior year in high school. We watched that video and then we just basically copied yeah. it. But at New Britain High, there's like 90 choirs with like 150 kids, Man. and so we just had everybody on stage to do Africa, and we started with the rain, and it was fucking. We filled that fucking auditorium. But that's
0: the thing. So like, I think that was that was what inspired um, I was Straight No Chaser, right? Yeah, I think To it was to, no to do the acapella one. It, it, it was Straight No Chaser. It was right. Straight No Chaser, and then and then other groups did it, yeah. and then you know, and then again irony, and mm-hmm. you know, so that's what I think. I think. Um, you know i think hipsters made it cool you know there's some hipster things where, like you know hipsters have made it cool so it's okay for us other people to go yeah well, we actually right. do
1: like that like ipas
0: i here's the problem with ipas <laughs> i don't like it. so um it's gotten ridiculous now yeah cuz like back in the day um there were there were IPAs that They're I used to like. Now, now
1: every it, every beer is a microbrew, and every and
0: it's <laughs> microbrews a goddamn IPA, and every IPA is a fucking glass of fizzy turpentine. Which everything I just tastes drink like a fucking pine stowls. needles. <laughs>
1: No, and you know what? Have my fucking you know,
0: day. I want to drink a fucking lager. I want to sit down lagers and drink a. I want to sit down mm-hmm. and drink a lager mm-hmm. or a pilsner and just, just you know. I love dark beer. It, well, you see, what it, but lagers and pilsners aren't. They're light yeah. color beers. You know, my favorite fucking beer is a Spaten Optimator or Spat. Actually, a Spaten Oktoberfest. Those are mm. fucking yellow ass beers, and they're fantastic.
1: Huh? Oktoberfest. They're Oktoberfest. Kiss, kicks ass. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Unlike that you know the Sam's Oktoberfest October is, is, is a pale comparison. Like a shoe. Yeah. So um yeah, of course I haven't had a beer in mm. a while. Last time I had a beer, um was right after my wife had the baby. Yeah. Because all Jamie wanted was a beer and sushi mm-hmm. her entire time. And it's not that she had a craving for beer or sushi. She just wanted things that she couldn't have while right. pregnant. And mm-hmm. I was always like, dude, you can have a beer when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. You have a beer. And they say you can have a beer or a glass of wine. Right. Well, I don't want to do that. I'm like, well, you can. Like, don't be a douche. <laughs> She's like, I can't have sushi though, but you can't have sushi. Yeah. Right. So. So it's like, all right, uh, she's, she's such a fucking child. Um, One of my
1: favorite beers comes from Plainville.
0: So we should do a, a show on beer at some point. What, a relic it beer? Was, relic? It was
1: it was, uh, it was. called Relic Black Dawn. It's a good beer. And it was fucking delicious. That's good beer. One of the best dark beers I've ever had. Absolutely fucking astonishing. So
0: I would say my favorite all-time IPA is um, a Nebco, Yeah, and it's called Fuzzy Baby Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> And it tastes, it's, it's, so there, there are two different spectrums of IPAs. There's the, um, the pine needle IPA and then there's the heavy grapefruit IPA Mm -hmm. and it was a little closer to the grapefruit IPA, but it didn't have that really acrid burning bitterness at the end of it. It it was bitter, um, but it wasn't ridiculous. Mm. And now of course, you know, now hipsters are trying to tell you that sours are good. That you know, you start getting away from IPAs I'm and a sour sours gonna... every now and then eggs. Exactly. Like yeah. exactly. Or if I if I get
1: a flight yeah. and there's a sour on the yeah. flight, like Sure. It's sure. Fine. But, but I'm not I'm not gonna sit there and drink sours. No. No, and you can I can only drink one and then See, it's done.
0: I think I'm I think I'm old to an extent. Like so I've never liked like I've never been a Budweiser fan. Mm. Um although Miller Light is a fine beer. Um but like, if I'm gonna sit down and order a beer, if I'm order a couple of beers, like you talk about getting a stout, mm-hmm. um, I'll eat. I'll get a stout if I'm eating, mm-hmm. or if I want to sit there and take a long time to drink a beer. But I like just like bass or harp, just mm-hmm. ale, just just yeah. dark English ale, mm-hmm. like dark Irish ale. Like, you know, I'm, I'm you know, and of course, you know, the classic black and tans are also mm-hmm. good sometimes. But okay. I like, like, I used to drink a lot of bass ale, mm-hmm. and um, I miss it. I miss beer. I haven't had beer in a while. I want to have a beer. I used to have beer fairly regularly. Yes, you did.
1: Um I don't really drink
0: I mean, I don't really drink anything. I, I, I haven't anymore. so again mm-hmm. I accidentally gave up drinking for Lent yeah. and then I had that. I did drink on Easter,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Easter Sunday, and I have not had a drink since. There was And a, I've had a I've had a I've had a, a craving mm-hmm. to um have a spot of angel's envy. Yeah. I have got a couple bottles and I haven't. There's a Of course if they um if they actually liked us on Twitter or actually decided to um acknowledge us beyond one short tweet
1: about how it's a forbidden love how and, we would um and they can't sponsor us. We
0: would gladly drink them on the show regularly. But next you know, time
1: next time we do a drunken movie episode <laughs> Listen,
0: man, if I can, if we can get Ron Perlman to drink Angel's Envy on our show.
2: Yeah. I, I will do Drunk uh, Ice Pirates. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be Ice Pirates.
1: I said two Gonzo, I would do Drunk Ice Pirates. I think the next movie we should watch while drunk, because we watched a good movie while drunk. We did we Crawl, crawl. Which, was think, which is not a good movie, but a lot of fun. I like that movie. But I think... In a similar vein, we should do a drunk watch of The Fifth Element because that's a fantastic oh, movie and I love that movie. I would love to get hammered and, and watch I would, that film. I think we could make a great drunk commentary over The Fifth Element. I would love to get hammered and
0: watch that film. By the way, speaking of films, um, how is your reading of Dune going?
1: It's coming along. So they, I just I just finished the audio book. Um, I think I need to do that. They have met up with the Fremen. Uh, Idaho had his thing happen to him. Uh, they dug their way out of the tunnel. Um, Did he use the foam?
0: He, he's done the thing with the foam. When they dug it out, he had to like yeah uh, yeah yeah. He, he had to like use the foam to like make the. Uh, I'm
1: really pulling for Kinds to still be alive. I really hope he is because I like Kynes a lot. Um, but there, it's him and Jessica are in the. How do you pronounce it? The ornithopter. Ornithopter. Okay. Yeah. yeah exactly. They they got on the. So Ornthopter I'm listening. I'm listening way.
0: to this audio book. And they are um, so. I finished it, and it was uh, it was evidently it was earlier. It was like from eighty nine, mm-hmm. um, and it's it was also half dramatized. It was actually really weird mm-hmm. because sometimes the narrator read the lines, and sometimes actors read the lines, okay. and it was kind of off putting. It was very good. Mm-hmm. It was this very English narrator, mm-hmm. but he pronounced words wrong. Yeah. And like you pronounced one of the words wrong the other day and I wanted to mm-hmm. punch you in the neck. You called them Harkonnens. Yeah. When they're called the Harkonnens. Mm-hmm. And Harkonnens sounds far more badass it than does. Harkonnens. But he also like he announced, uh, he pronounced them um Atreides when they're just the Atreides.
1: Yeah, that's that's how it's written.
0: Well, well. yeah. And it's, yeah. Um, what was another one you haven't met her yet but there's a character named Chani mm-hmm. um, and he pronounced her Chaney it's like no that's not how just because her name is spelled C-H-A-N-I okay it's Chani yeah. there is no addition, so you would need a, another vowel mm-hmm. to change the, 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 the or the sound of that
2: yeah that A yeah.
0: it's Chani I'm trying to think are there any other names that people you could fuck up um Thufir, it's it's mm-hmm. Thufir, yeah. Thufir Habat. Um, trying to think. God damn, that's a good book.
2: It is. I, I, I have well, it I mean, I just sitting finished sitting it on, on audio book.
0: I, I have it on audiobook. I just finished it. Mm-hmm. I got it up on the shitter. Yeah. Um, but I am in. It's funny when I got to when I got to the point in the audiobook, I'm like, oh, I just read this on the toilet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I am I am a decent chunk into the um, portion after Paul has been awakened and that whole scene of him like. Awakening and being oh, like, when what he the had, fuck is When he is had, happening when he had the waking <laughs> yeah. dream,
0: and she's like, you mean you're the, oh, bitch, I'm so yeah. much more.
2: <laughs> I have to say, listening to this has inspired me to read the book. Have you mm. read it before? No, but I have gotten as far as borrowing it from a friend, and that's, so, that sits there on my shelf.
0: So let me tell you just really quick. Dune, in my opinion, Dune, the book Dune, not the rest of the series, Dune is the greatest science fiction book ever written. And here's why. Now, it is soft science fiction. It's not yeah. hard science. And I tend to find a lot of hard science fiction rather dull. Yeah. That's just me. Go ahead. You can send your complaints via email too
1: Couchcrouches at gmail.com.
0: Um, but it, it, it combines, obviously, you know, fantasy elements, religion, huge mm-hmm. on religion, politics, mysticism... Um and your regular good old fashioned Cambellian hero's journey, um, but it is it is you. I mean, you want to talk about world building? It's world building on par with Tolkien. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like yeah, it, it I would is, say that it is a, as in depth world building wise as Tolkien to the point where in the back of the book is a fucking glossary. And you know what? I love that shit. Don't feel ashamed for using it cuz I've used that he, many times. He he did not release the book without yes. it. When he they wrote do, the book, I I wouldn't be surprised if he wrote most of the glossary first mm. while he's while he was world building cuz I do, do that type yeah. of shit in
1: D&D. It's really they throw you in and just expect you to pick up what things are and why and you have to go into the glossary and yeah, the that out. the
0: the the it starts. I mean, it starts right in media yeah. race, right in the middle of shit. Um, yeah. So it's it's a real. I can't I can't recommend it enough, Dan. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe
2: audio book is the best way to do it.
0: I, maybe, but what I would say is, oh yeah, the audio book. It's real dodgy, though. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm.
2: issue. But I just don't know. What if I'm I would say, get around to reading them.
0: Yeah, but if you can sit down. If you can sit down and read Rings, which I know you can at the drop of a hat.
2: Yeah, I've done that multiple times.
0: I mean, you'll have no problem with and that's this. Cuz I'll tell you right yeah. now, I'll tell you right now, much like Tolkien who can write pages about grass growing and it's the most engaging beautiful stuff you've ever wanted to read. This guy can read can can, can write about sand dune shifting and you're just like, yeah, I know it, I feel it, I mm-hmm. smell it, I hear it. It's so He's just a really good writer I will say though that the um, If you feel I would n- I would never tell you not to read the sequels I've read them all But um, it gets really Fucking weird <laughs> Like it gets Hella weird And you never need to read the sequel uh, Well the sequel There's I mean before he died Herbert wrote I think seven or I think maybe nine books Let me think about this really quick mm-hmm. I can do this Dune, children of Dune, Dune Messiah, of Dune, chapter house, Dune, Dune. I think he wrote, I think he wrote seven. I don't remember. It's been so many years yeah. since I read them. And then his son came out with a bunch afterwards. Hmm. Um, there is one. Ah, you haven't met, you haven't met Count Fengring yet. No. Um, He's one of my favorite
1: characters. No, but um, his wife is the one that. Yes, the one that the that leads that leaves
0: uh, that leaves Jessica the message in yeah. the um, in the um, um, in the sealed room. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we should. You know when you're done reading that book, so basically what's happening, Dan, is he's going to read the book and then we're going to watch the David Lynch movie, mm-hmm. which I just watched it last weekend. Yeah. Um, that's not a great movie. Yeah, I mean. I'll always love that movie, but mm-hmm. that's not a great movie. It's not a great movie at all. But maybe we should do a Dune cast when we're at yeah. some point. You know, it'd yeah. be fun.
1: Um, I feel like because Jordan also said because we've been talking about Dune that he went through and and was he got the Dune audiobook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there, I think I think a few people in us talking about it that listen to the show have picked up Dune and started reading it because they're engaged and they want to, you know, the whole
0: thing, the whole reason that I, I really started on Joe to read Dune is because, um, the film that's coming out because you knew I yeah. was gonna have to see that movie after Blade Runner because <laughs> mm-hmm. Denny Villeneuve who I always pronounce his name wrong I'm sure that's wrong is did you, did you see Blade Runner 2049 I did not um, fucking it's fucking incredible it's a, god, it, it's, it's a goddamn science fiction masterpiece I haven't
2: seen the original Blade Runner oh either. god we should sit down and do
0: that at some point we yeah. won't do it tonight because that movie's three, three fucking hours long <laughs> But, depending um, on the cut depending yeah. on the cut <laughs> well and, um, it, yeah. so no it's not really three hours long the movie's about two and a half hours long but it feels like apocalypse now sometimes mm. um, but we'd watch the final cut which yeah. is which I is, everything's cut back that I own, yeah. everything's back well the, the the set that I own has all of them yeah Um. a friend of mine has bought the uh, back in the day bought the uh, limited edition set that came with the fucking gun <laughs> that's fucking cool like you're oh. a nerd giant nerd Oh, no. The, the iPad's off, so oh, I had to do this before I hit – yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We should do that at some point, though. Yeah. I think you, might, yeah. it might, you probably, think you might enjoy that. Yeah, you probably enjoy that. So the thing about Blade Runner is that especially the first movie, that's not an action-packed film because it's a science fiction it's, movie, yeah. but it's a detective movie. It is a noir. Like it is – it is –
1: a lot of plot. It is a lot of character and it's stuff I'd say the same is true about 2049 as well. It's it's a little more, there's a few more action sequences but for the most part it is still a detective movie. I mean, you're only straight
0: up action, action scene. There's two in the original Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. It's when he uh, chases Zora out of the bar and then shoots her in the back and she flies through Mm -hmm. the the glass and then of course the end with Rutger Hauer when they're Going over the, the fucking rooftops mm. and shit like that. Um but boy that, that movie ends on a low note. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it's a good movie. God damn. And fucking oh 2049. So it's a goddamn masterpiece. Yeah. So you know that they're making they're making Dune now. They're making it yes, and yeah, gonna, no. it's gonna be it's gonna be three mo- It's gonna be two movies. So the way the book is bro is broken up he could do three movies because yeah. the book is broken up into um dune muadib and the prophet those are mm-hmm. the three books i think you're still not done with book two yet no I'm, you're, done, I'm in, you're done i'm in book two you're yeah you're still yeah. in muadib yeah yeah because he's not i mean
1: is he even muadib yet um so he's met the fremen he met the fremen he's met with Kynes. they were in the they were in the office oh when... so he hasn't
0: met the fremen yet no oh okay
1: he was he was in he was in Kain's little like safety bunker. Yeah, so spoiler,
0: then, if you read the back of the book, you realize he becomes Muad'Dib. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I I've, I've picked that up just from like in the beginning of each chapter that, there's the little yep, yeah. That ir-
0: Irulan does mm. a, a quote from Muad'Dib, yeah.
1: Is it actually
2: like, broken up in the book in like Similar to Lord of the Rings, how it's actually six books, and, and no. at least in the copy I have, while no. you're reading it, it says oh, Book Two, and you're like, "I'm still in the first book."
0: Well, no, no. So, uh, the book is it, so the book is broken up into three books. Um, it's so you could split it up into three yeah. movies. It's not like it's mm-hmm. six books, um, like Lord of the Rings is, and it, you know, it's funny because Lord of the Rings was not six books. No, but not the reason, but the reason, it wasn't published as six. It, books. Well, it. Well, it was it was initially published as six books because gotta remember it was serialized mm-hmm. it was it was written in it was released in um for lack of a better term literary journals but it wasn't it was back in the day they had those like you know all the original um, Lovecraft was all right. Yeah, you, you it read it all... in, in in papers and zines and stuff. Except none of that stuff existed. You know, it, it did wasn't called that back then. That's how Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings was was released um, episodically. So again, I remember when he went to Houghton Mifflin to have it published as a book? He showed up with one book. Yeah, it was Houghton Mifflin. <laughs> That split it into three books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mifflin said, This is a fucking 2,100 page book, dude. Yeah, like, we're Publish not...
2: that as one book. No you one know. would. He's like, He's like, He's like, No way too intimidating. He's like, This is That's like a Bible.
0: This is oh, like, yeah. Dost- <laughs> like, like Dostoevsky, dude. Like, I mean, no, no. And, and, it, and so, and well, you know, so he wrote The Hobbit and then he went back to, um, Houghton Mifflin. So he wrote mm-hmm. The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Houghton Mifflin was all about it. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like, yeah, it was you know, such and a, it sold well. Such a wonderful and it's my book. favorite book. It's a good book. So of course, what does he do? He goes back to Houghton Mifflin with 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 a print of the Silmarillion. Because for the most part, the Silmarillion was never really supposed to be released, right. but yeah. he had yeah. but he had like a Baron and Luthian piece. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's
2: the Bible of Middle yeah. Earth right there. And what did Houghton
0: Mifflin say? They said we don't care about the elves, we want more hobbits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is why he then continued Lord of the Rings, which, you know, is – you know, obviously is elf-heavy but is hobbit-centric. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, right. You know, so – but – and then, of course, he kept adding to the Silmarillion and, you know, yeah. revising the Silmarillion for the rest of his life. You know, I, I always said that Silmarillion was not meant mm-hmm. to be actually published. It was his writing yeah, exercise. Is,
2: that's a tough read. I've well, done that one. Oh,
0: yeah. So have I. And the, the Silmarillion, you know, it reads that like – it
1: is dense. Oh yeah, it well, is dense and it is...
0: much like *Beetlejuice*, m- much like the uh, the manual for the recently deceased. This thing like reads like fucking stereo instructions. Yeah. It does. The thing I love about this, the, the 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 official release of *The Silmarillion*, the, the last one that Christopher Tolkien annotated, mm-hmm. um, is it starts with the creation of the world, well, the creation of the universe and yeah. creation of the world ends with the creation of the elves mm. and then the next part begins the creation of the right, world yeah. and then yeah. it, it's like Jesus Christ and then it just
1: gets more in depth
0: but it's like that yeah. first creation is all about the music of the right. world and how how the gods and beautiful.
2: it really it sets up literary like the the path that the story always oh, yeah. takes and every age it literally is set up in the music when right. he writes it yeah. like so
0: and, of course, my favorite character in the Silmarillion is Melkor. Because
3: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Melkor's got the cool, I mean, you know, yeah. of course, you always like the villains the most. But, he's think, cool. but think about Melkor. So what is Melkor's thing? Melkor is the best at everything mm-hmm. except like, for what the gods <laughs> yeah. are. Like, he, he is second best. So he's better than anybody at, at, at what they do except for the gods that represent them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I am the best best of the god uh, you know i like i'm the best at magic you know i'm the best you know he's like you know the best at everything Yeah. You know, he is more powerful than mm-hmm. anything except for the gods that except for the gods that govern that particular yeah. thing mm-hmm. or yeah so and then of course you know they even you know and then of course you know he becomes you know so he's melkor first then he's morgoth after the after the gods Banished. strike yes. his name yeah. from yeah. history yeah also, also early Sauron's very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Sauron. Early uh, Sauron's like, really
2: cool. Yeah, it's like the deceiver or the gift giver. Yeah. Like mm. before, he's re- a, like an evil, and you can tell from looking at him. He's like a beautiful to look yeah, upon. Yeah. He's right. beautiful,
0: and then the gods he's, go fuck you. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, do I understand this correctly, Sauron? <sighs> we could do this. We'd have a Lord of the Rings show. Oh yeah. Um. So the. Istari the the four wizards, four wizards. It's, it's there's uh the, the there's white. two blue,
1: there's brown, there's, there's white, there's gray. There's gray. So there's mm-hmm. the five wizards. Yeah. Um
0: they they are uh they're Meyer. They're, Meyer. Yeah. they're Yeah, They're Meyer.
2: So they're angels. Right. Mm.
0: Sauron is the same, isn't he? Or is he little is he like one step up?
2: No, I'm pretty sure, yes, he's a Maiar, but of greater power yeah. than them. Right, because, yeah. Because he's Cause, uh, cause Melkor second, right. and Melkor is, threw it all into
0: yeah. him, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, and I like that Melkor, Melkor said, my beautiful boy! <laughs> I, I like that Melkor, he definitely was the most powerful in the beginning, but there's mm-hmm. the theme of he continually gives up power yep. to yep. exert control, and you can never get it back once right. you give it up. So he keeps dominating people and controlling like he gives it to Sauron and then he mm-hmm. uses it to take over the world until eventually he is weaker than than um, all the gods yeah, yeah and they cast him into the void yep
0: that's good shit mm-hmm. that's good shit that is good shit God damn It's cool world building. So that's a good intro. That's yeah. uh that's 38 minutes there about absolutely nothing. So
2: well, I can I can take the part of Gonzo. And are we recording still? We are recording. These are what the waves look like. Yes,
0: these it's, are what the waves look it's like. It's
2: fun to see it all in yeah. progress. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for the fabled mic hit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so there it is. Ah. Um Yeah, so at this point in time, Daniel, we move to the news ba, ba, da, ba, da.
1: <laughs> are you nice. impressed with our big
0: professional production? Oh, I, there, I love it. Lean yeah. into
1: the mic and, and do a funny sound. Yeah. <laughs> so, who um, wants I will to say once
0: again, though, yeah, there still is, um, there still is activity, yeah, on social media concerning one Rimble Timbley, Rimble Timbley. <laughs> What the actual fuck is the I matter have, with you people?
1: I have the Twitter account. I have at Rimble Timbley. Oh, it's really? set. There's Jesus no profile Christ. picture. There's no tweets. There's nothing. I just wanted to have it on Because I don't want somebody else making up Rimble Timbley fan theories no. and posting them out there like they're canon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rimble Timbley <laughs> slash fic. Yeah.
2: Got to wait for real good fan art and that. That's yeah. the picture. Well, We did get I, we I, did get the wanted from there. From Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, that was funny. All right.
0: So uh I Joe, still,
1: I imagine Rimble Timbley as a gnome. I want pictures of Rimble Timbley as a gnome. A gnome? Yeah. All right. I, I can know. see it. Okay. Like straight up not even see? like D D gnome, like no, Garden I was, Gnome. No, I like always big thought that pointy Rimble hat ah.
0: I always thought of Rimble Timbley as like a, a perverted hobbit. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you know, he's that
1: he's I'm that, not a pervert. I he, just want the he, turbo Man though. He's <laughs>
0: He's like the guy that sits in the back of the prancing pony, just with like half of his hand in his pants, and
2: for some reason, I I picture he's uh, the guy that or hits or, on or, Rosie, or, 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 or
0: not, pony, not the prancing pony, not the prancing pony, whatever the um, whatever the pub is in in in, uh, in the Shire. Yeah.
2: I Forgot the name of it. Oh, the Green Dragon. There you go. Oh, yep. Yeah. He's
1: yeah. he's the one slapping Rosie on the ass when Sam goes, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, news. So I don't have any news. I had news and I lost it. So I said, "Fuck it." But then Dan decided to, uh, Dan to overachieve, and he I has have, news.
1: I have much news. All right. So uh, Joe, go ahead. Um, well, I just want to start off uh, with uh, this week was the week of the Pokemon press conference. Um, we have we have a Nintendo Direct coming soon with news about Sword and Shield, but this week. At the press conference, which typically their press conferences talk about uh, mobile games and non-core. Oh, okay. Okay, so that was a break right there. Go ahead and anyway, talk about what. So, so their Pokemon press releases tend to talk about their non-core games and their mobile games and things like that. So, they have announced in their press conference Pokemon Sleep coming soon. I feel like I'd be so good at that game. So, it is a game that is designed to make sure people get. Full eight hour rests, and the more you sleep, the more your Pokemon power up. Hmm. Um, and to go with it, they're releasing the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. So, when Pokemon Go came out, they had a the little wristband that you could walk around with, right? And it would tell you when there's Pokemon around and, and Pokestops. And then, when Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee came out, they had the little ball that you could bring around and yep. it would do essentially the same thing. So this is a flat little Pokeball disc that you lay on your bed and it can track your movement and track yeah. how well you sleep.
0: It's got an accelerometer in it, which yeah. is a lot of um, like Fitbits and things like that. Yeah. Obviously yeah. use those to count your steps and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but they also do it to count sleep to, tracking. Yeah. to track your sleep. It, yeah,
1: it I does, use that yeah. on my watch. It, uh, the, it will, you can still put it in your pocket and use it the way that the other ones work, but this also has the accelerometers in it that you can put down... And track your sleep with it, and that's—I don't know if they're going to use accelerometers in phones as well, so you can put your phone down. I was going to say because
2: your phone, most phones have that capability. You can have the sleep app and put your phone on your pillow next to you.
1: Um, But so yeah, that was that was their big announcements. They also talked about Pokemon Home, which is essentially a new and improved Pokemon Bank, um, so you can store your Pokemon and keep it on your phone instead of having to keep it inside of a game system. Um, and they talked about, uh, I believe it was called Pokemon Masters, which is a new mobile game coming soon, which is much more like a core Pokemon game when it comes to gameplay. Um, but it's every Pokemon trainer that's ever been around in any Pokemon game. So you have like, you know, Red, Blue, Lance, uh, like all the big gym leaders, Brock, Misty, all those guys. Um, and it's, you essentially get to create a team of Pokemon trainers and fight other Pokemon trainers, which kind of looks pretty cool. Um,
2: so I, I get a team of six trainers, and those trainers I think you get a team six of, Pokemon. I think you get a team I have... of
1: three trainers, oh, okay. and you fight against three other trainers in, like, a triple Pokemon battle.
2: So do I get to keep my trainers in a new ball that they then
1: <laughs> 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 Yes. The human-catching ball. Ridiculous. Um, but I love Pokemon. Pokemon is one of the things that really started my my nerd my nerd shoes going. It was Pokemon and Star Wars I would say were my two big things growing up as a kid. And uh so I I love any new thing Pokemon comes out with. And I I'm looking forward to getting more sleep to power up my Pokemon. So I do got something. Yeah. Um so
0: if you uh go on the interwebs from you'll see a there's a trailer for um a new Netflix series which is the uh Dark crystal prequel yes, The Age I of heard Resistance. About this. I did hear about this. So I watched it. Um it looks fucking dope. Yeah. It looks fucking dope. Um I've y'all seen, y'all yeah. were not I don't think y'all were alive when that movie came out. Um
1: No, because that was pre Labyrinth.
0: So right? you know <sighs> Labyrinth. People suck Labyrinth's dick. Yeah, dude. Dark, the Dark Crystal came out in 82. Yeah. Um, Labyrinth is uh, mediocre at best. It's and fun. I And I'm the biggest Bowie fan you'll mm. ever meet, but I'll tell you what breaks my heart are generations of people that when David Bowie died, they're like, oh, the Goblin King's dead. No. No. Um, The most... Talented musical genius mm-hmm. on par only with Prince who has ever lived died. Mm. Are you fucking stupid?
2: Man, equating it solely to there's the Goblin King he did a lot more. Weird. I mean, even he, just he did
0: better wise, films.
1: Yeah. He was he was in better mm-hmm. films than Labyrinth. He plays fucking Tesla in the fucking the Prestige. Um, it's fucking great. If you <laughs> want to watch
0: a really fucked up movie. Mm-hmm. I can't re- recommend it enough. It's not a, a good movie, but it's a, a really engaging movie. It's a movie called The Hunger. Okay. Um, it's made in the, the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, where um, Bowie and Catherine Deneuve play vampires. Ooh. Okay. And Susan Sarandon's, a, a young Susan Sarandon's in it. Is that the it.
1: one where she takes her clothes off?
0: And there's hot lesbian shit that happens. It's, it's a really good fucking movie. One of the reasons I love it Is because, again, I was a goth kid Mm. back then And um, the beginning of the movie Peter Murphy from fucking Bauhaus Is singing (laughs) Bela Lugosi's Dead in a fucking cage And I've always said that if I ever remade it I would have Trent Reznor in a cage Singing a Nine Inch Nails song Mm. Or singing like Head Like a Hole Or something like that And make it take place in the 90s Mm. As opposed to take place in the uh, the early 80s Because, again, I'm a fucking nerd Mm. So yeah, um, Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. um, I can't wait to see it. Awesome movie. Yeah, I can't wait to fucking see this series. Mm. You ever seen the Dark Crystal, Dan? (laughs) No. Spectacular, spectacular film. Um, All all puppets. Oh, that is cool. All practical
1: puppets. It was Um, a really cool like. There was a show. It was like the show Face Off with all the special effects designers. They yes. had a They had a show that was Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Yes. And it was people competing to work in Jim Henson's Creature Shop. And they would open up and they would show like all the different things that mm-hmm. they had in there. And they would always zoom in on like this, all of his cool stuff. Like you would see the stuff from Labyrinth and Dark Crystal and like.
0: If you go to the uh, center, if you go to the center, if, of course I haven't been there in years, but if you go to the Center of Puppetry Arts in Atlanta, Georgia which is a great puppetry museum. Mm-hmm. Um they have an Henson section and one of the big things they have in there is um a fully um preserved Skeksy Yeah. Puppet like an actual Skeksy It's mm-hmm. awesome. So, what do you got for news, Dan? Dan, go uh, ahead.
2: Yeah. yeah, I have an article uh <laughs> Joe Manganiello's Dungeons and Dragons character will appear in the next adventure book. Oh, yeah, they have uh, acceptable. Yeah, they've uh... My
0: wife is a fan of Joe Manganiello. Mm-hmm. Aren't you, Jamie? Yeah, she is.
2: Yeah, they, they announced the, the des- descent into Avernus as mm-hmm. their next, where, you know, the, the players are trying to stop Baldur's Gate from being pulled into the first layer of hell. Into the first layer of hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, his character, Archon the Cruel, is, is a uh, his... paladin of uh, Tiamat. Is that so... his Minotaur paladin? Uh, no, 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 Dragonborn. Dragonborn, Dragonborn, yeah. Dragonborn paladin, yeah. Yeah, who he's played for like years, yeah. and he he plays when he is a guest on things like Critical Role, yeah. and yep. Force Gray and stuff like that.
1: There was a there was another paladin, I think it was a paladin that I saw him play on one of the Stream of Many Eyes. that was a Minotaur paladin with a heavy Russian accent. And he, <laughs> he um, him and Deborah Ann Wall's character, she was playing a barbarian, would get in arm wrestling matches with each other, and, and he, he would lose every time, and he'd go, "I like this one." <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Yeah, so he is, you know,
2: you can find his character trying to get Tiamat out from Mm -hmm. the first layer of hell. And apparently he has his own tower in Avernus and everything, uh, which is pretty cool. I don't know how far you got. I know you were listening to Critical Role. I
1: am in the uh, Chroma Conclave. I have never listened to Mm -hmm. I've never Mm -hmm. listened to it before. I'm a bad nerd.
2: It's it's a lot. Getting started
1: takes a while. Because there are there are about thirty six episodes where you got to deal with some dumb horse shit, yeah. And Then it starts getting good.
2: It does. It does get better for sure. And okay. you got you jumped right into yeah. They're already like yeah. Their episode one is, into the is already
1: deep into their campaign. Yeah. So they're they're yeah. All right, Joe. What do you got? Um. So I have I have good a one Dan. Good one. I have a lot of stuff. Do we want to just do some quick one-off stuff, and then I'll yes. get deep in one? Yes, throw some quick ones. So, uh, just some quick one-off. Uh, Alex Trebek says his cancer is near remission. Um, Go for it. So, very happy to hear that. Um, the U.S. and Japan are set to cooperate on the return to the moon. Um, so, they're going to be working together on on the base and, and getting us back up there, which is cool. Um live science has confirmed that the earth is crushing the ocean into salty diamonds. Um, I guess, yeah, pressure and things like that and everything that's going on. Uh, they're finding these massive like salt diamonds, um, around places. Kind of weird. Um, also live science, uh, scientists have found possible traces of lost stone age settlement beneath the North sea. I'm not saying Atlantis, But it could be Atlantis. Except it would be nowhere near where Atlantis (laughs) is supposed to be. Um, Okay. But to get deep into an article, um, so GameSpot has searched Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and tracked down the most expensive item, and it is a custom r-series droid costing you i said earlier i quoted you a number that number was wrong there's an extra zero on it it is twenty five thousand dollars sounds actually a little bit for your own more what i thought for your it, own custom r-series droid i'll tell you now do for, for 24
0: me? for twenty five hundred dollars i don't give a shit what it mm. does for twenty five hundred dollars
1: as long as that thing meep, meep boop 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 and rolls around my so, house i would buy that but for 25 grand That's that's a lot of money. It says here whether you want a perfect replica of R2D2 or some splashes of color. The design of the droid is up to you. If you're willing to pay enough, you can customize the droid's paint job and its parts to an extent, which isn't clear yet in this in their sneak peek. Um, But you can even choose whether your droid. Keep going. uh, You can choose whether your droid will appear scuffed up and used or shiny like new, arriving from the factory. The droid is functional, including sounds and lights, um, and it's controllable via remote. Uh, if you decide to pony up, it will be about 90 days from the time of order for your custom droid to arrive at your house. But
2: does it Roomba?
1: <laughs> you can well, put a Roomba on It's on an astromech droid, so probably not. <laughs> I mean... I wonder if it has a taser.
0: Ooh, <laughs> that'd be fucking cool. <laughs> nice. um, I have another one. Um, it's not so much geeky, but it... Um, It's a little political, but we are all kind of on the left here at a Couch Mm -hmm. Crouches. Um, Disney is seriously considering pulling out of the state of Georgia if the abortion ban goes through. Yeah, they should. And well, I mean, other studios have already done it. Yeah, but now Disney is the king. The power is going to say Mm it because Mm -hmm. you got to realize, like the last like five Marvel movies or Georgia all have the peach at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean they're bringing so much revenue into Atlanta and into Georgia as a whole that um you know people are going to start feeling it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's funny they're going to start feeling it and then the supreme court's going to knock it down anyway. Mm. and knock the ban down yeah. anyway. I just think it's so um you know, I, good on Disney.
1: I do also so, want to yeah. say you can uh build your own smaller droid. For oh, I'm sorry. I had $100. To, I had to, we had to go right to abortion. Sorry <laughs> no, that's about that. That's, um $100? For a $100 you can build a smaller droid uh, and uh, other resort merchants said that you can get pieces for droids that cost about 10
0: So it's the only reason I want my son to hurry up and grow. To get older. <laughs> Is to go... I just want to go to fucking Star Wars with him. I really yeah. do. Like, I have to debate how old. How, like, how... How old to take him the first time to
1: Disney World? You want to yeah. have him be old enough that he remembers
2: but on the other hand, when they're young for like three is it up to
1: three or four they're free That's true but so like, three I can remember shit from when I was three so can
0: I and I can remember I, can, I remember stuff in detail from when I was mm-hmm. four. yeah so I'm thinking like four or five years old for the first time. To go to Disney World. So the problem with four or five years old, he's gonna be four or five mm. and then like he's gonna be seven or eight and go, We're going again, we going again, we yeah, going again, we right. going again, we going again. Yeah. And it's like, no, I thought we'd go to Europe this time. Fuck that, we going again, we going I again. Remember,
1: we... I remember trips to Disney being like three or four and going on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and bring being freaked the fuck out yeah. and crying. I have Because a... you end by driving through hell. <laughs> <laughs> I have only ever been to
0: Disney World once. I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. I've only ever gone once, mm-hmm. um, and it was a really lame trip. Mm-hmm. So let me t- I tell you a second. The reason it was lame for me is because I went with my parents and my younger sister. Mm-hmm. Now my dad was handicapped, which was cool if we wanted to get into places because they fucking just let you. Yeah. In. Um, and he was on his little scooter and shit mm-hmm. like that. But yeah. like, like no one wa- No one would ride rides with me. So I went on like three rides mm-hmm. except for the very last day. My dad's like I'm a, I'm handicapped, I'm all fucked up, but I came to fucking Florida to be on to go on fucking Space Mountain. Yeah. I'm like, you goddamn right you did. Let's sit in front, you fucking crippled bastard. And we did. But my best night mm-hmm. was the night before the, the night before the last night. So before you had the wristbands, you had a little card, right, your room yeah. key, and yeah. it had, had everything on it, including the mm-hmm. house account. And nobody wanted to go to Star Tours with me. Yeah. My sister didn't, my parents didn't. I said I'm in Florida. I have to go to Star Tours. Mm-hmm. And I would had a miserable th- you know 3 4 days there. And my dad kind of just you know pat me on the shoulder and said, "Go ahead, go get whatever you want. He's like spend money at the fucking gift shop, like have mm-hmm. fun." And I'm like, oh, "I'm sure the gift shop will be fucking lame." So went to went went to uh what was it, MGM Studios back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, you walk in and uh, like I like ate on my I ate alone it was so mm-hmm. sad I, like ate by myself and you know and I'm walking through them I you walk into Star Tours and there's a giant fucking ad looking at you now keep in mind this was 1994 mm. so I do Star Tours and Star Tours you know it was just one ride it was just the motion ride back then it was fun I was like all right this is pretty cool I guess this was, I'm glad I did this I needed to do it at Star Wars I'm, I'm a dork I'm like, but it was kind of anticlimactic because it wasn't nearly that cool. And you walk down the hatchway and you walk into the best part of Star Tours, which is the most incredible mm. fucking gift shop ever. Yeah. Mm. And I dropped yeah. hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. at that because my dad's taking whatever the hell I wanted. And I was being a vengeful little fucking 17-year-old because mm-hmm. they didn't let me take my friends to Disney with me. And they fucking just, you know, it was just I was miserable. So I came home with like, two big bags in a mm-hmm. box. My dad's like, how'd you do? He's like, how much? $500. $500. He's like, all right. He's like, that's less than I thought. I'm like, oh,
3: motherfucker. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
0: laughs> I'm like, there was... Like, I wanted to get, like, I got the kind of cool Boba Fett helmet. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get the really cool Boba yeah. Fett helmet. I said, but if I come home with a $200 fucking Boba Fett helmet, my dad's gonna kick my ass. Nah. <laughs> Cause I took out the cool one. He's like, oh, that's fucking cool. I'm like, you should have seen the one I was gonna buy. <laughs> So that was like you know and mm-hmm. of course he was like yeah whatever you do just don't fucking tell your mom yeah. don't don't tell your mother what you just spent at the Star Wars I think gift the shop.
1: The coolest thing about He's like all she'll get is yeah. the
0: American Express bill. Don't fucking worry about it. The
1: coolest that. thing about Galaxy's Edge is all of the stuff that they sell is not branded. Well there's no yeah. branded yeah. anything. Well
0: that's, there's no Star Wars branded right. anything. You can buy Coke and and yeah. and Sprite and they and they look like little thermal detonators yeah. and shit like yeah, that.
1: But that's like it's so because you're walking in. It's kind of like with the fucking Avatar place in, in yeah, California. Pandora. Yeah. I just
0: yeah. read on Gizmodo. Let me see if I can find the article. Um, someone just did a review of all the food, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be very good. And like, well, I just, believe it. Yeah. Um, really interesting stuff. And of course, the uh, uh, the cover picture is blue milk.
1: Yeah. Um, blue
0: I, milk. Can't find it right now. Can but you
1: get it? Can you get green milk straight from the nipple, though?
2: <laughs> and if not, I believe
0: no. I believe that's coming in 2022. <laughs> Dan, you got another story?
2: Uh, yeah, I got a small thing. I mean, okay. I found it on my Google News feed. There's mm. um, a new game that partnered with uh, Ludia partnered with Wizards of the Coast to make a game, uh, Warriors of Waterdeep. It was a great phone hmm. game. It's a turn-based strategy game where interesting. You, Get a party together, go Dungeon Delve. Is, is it already it, out? Is it on? Yeah, yeah. I just, like, I just downloaded it today, started playing, got through the tutorial and like, the first level. I've, uh... Well, I just bought that. Not bought it.
0: It's free, it, but I yeah, just I free. just downloaded it's that game. It's got
2: its classic microtransactions. Of course yeah. it does. One yeah. of the weirdest things, well, I thought, was you can subscribe for $10 a month to get yeah, VIP. There's a... So you can
0: do the same thing. Well, it's not VIP, but you can do the same thing on SimCity. Yeah. So for ten dollars, so for t- so obviously there's there 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 they have like sim cash, mm-hmm. is their online transaction yep. money. So instead of buying sim cash when you want it, what you do is for ten dollars. So it's ten dollars. So for thirty days, you get sim cash every day. Okay. But you initially start off with they they give you um, and it's it's like a twenty percent discount total in the end. Mm. They give you a bulk sim cash, and then every day you get another one. So it's kind of cool, you know. And you start doing it, it's like, oh well, it's like I'm paying ten dollars a month for this game. I haven't done it in ages. Um, and as we've discussed, you know, I'm, I'm I I have stopped, I have stopped um, Galaxy of Heroes yeah. microtransactions, um, you know. And I got to say, I, I'm I'm glad I did it, you know, because you know I. It. it, it and my wife's just kind of basically half listening to this because she knows goddamn well though. Um, it it adds up, mm-hmm. you yeah, know. Yeah, and yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day, my wife used to sometimes buy Smurf berries, or sometimes buy donuts for the Simpsons.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And like that's but the thing. That, so did I. When yeah. it comes to microtransactions, but every now and then, yeah. But the second, psych-
1: if, you know, if I'm playing a free game, talk and, to Gonzo
2: yeah. about it. He'll go into yeah. the
0: psychology of it with mm-hmm. you and he's not kidding like it yeah. it is it's insidious mm-hmm.
2: but i mean i pay for a playstation game and i like i, I and i'm, already, I'm right. buying it up yeah. front right. right if i'm enjoying a free game i don't yeah. mind dropping don't mind some money yeah. every, every now and I've, then exactly but i mean i know I, people
0: that have dropped thousands, see, upon that's the thousands thing, right? yeah. of thousands of dollars it is dollars. definitely a
2: self control like yeah. i can't justify 10 dollars a month on a phone game right. personally well, that's I, I, shit, I a... though. You
0: know, right now I'm paying, however much a month for a fucking MMO that I haven't played in months that I really need to yeah, cancel. That, that's the yeah.
2: thing. It's like I could be getting I a right really MMO need for to that mm-hmm. price.
0: I will say though, like I take full advantage of PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. And yeah. I take, you know, and I do take advantage of the Nintendo one, but I mean that's like fucking nothing. That's like what four bucks a month or something Sound like, like that, that. Um, or is it? Was mm-hmm. it like a dollar? I mean, it's ridiculous, um, and. All I get from that is fucking. I get you get like free eight bit games, yeah, you know, and
1: it's you get them for the yeah. month, and then they switch them out for other games. No, they keep adding
0: them to your to
1: your library, dude. Really? Yeah. When it when it was first announced, they said they were going to have these are the games that you get for this month, and then they would no switch them every
0: out. month they add new games. Oh. Yeah, at least that's the way it's been on. My, at least I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty mean, sure that's what, yeah. Is
2: it similar to PlayStation where you have to like add it to your
1: library within the month? Or no. you missed
0: it. No, because they they're just because you they're you just gone virtually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I, they I, they haven't yeah. put
1: a virtual console onto Switch. I have yeah. to say
0: though, you know, with with PlayStation Plus, it's cool that you get two three games. You yeah, know, it's cool that like, you
2: get it because I I mean I but, have but, to have but, it to play Overwatch. But so. I, well,
0: yeah, and and I don't, but I don't play I don't um I, I don't play too many of those games. Yeah.
1: I, yeah I've played I played a of a, a little bit of a few of them like yeah. when when hitman was a free game I played Hitman for a little bit um, some I play more than them and I, I've but. played
0: a few and I've played some of the indie games um which is pretty good and it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's fun yeah,
2: sometimes it's, it's they they really aren't worth it but sometimes you get a golden game like, yeah. like I played gauntlet mm-hmm. so much Dude, uh, yeah.
1: we played
0: and we played it together yeah like it together. when i game.
2: when I
1: first got it rocket League was the free I game missed I, missed, I missed Rocket League I missed Rocket League too and that's a <laughs> fun game Rocket League and I bought I ended up buying Rocket League when it was cheap on the Switch because it's just a fun game to sit yeah. down it's like I got 10 minutes I'll I'll run a quick scrimmage
0: um you know I just bought hmm. cheap um uh the Castlevania collection
1: yeah oh? but I bought it the... for
0: I bought it for Switch as opposed to PS3 PS4 where I where on PS4 I have sim- the Symphony of the Night yeah. Rondo of Blood one yeah I got that one I bought the uh, but I bought um the Castlevania collection and it's um you know it's all the 8-bit Castlevanias plus the 16-bit Castlevanias it's, it's 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 like five or six games that's not bad it's really yeah. I mean I forgot how much I love those fuck I mean Castlevania is my games, favorite all-time yeah. games but mm-hmm. dude Castlevania one is fucking hard. <sighs>
1: Yep. Holy I had shit! A... The hit detection on that fucking mm. game, yeah. man. I had it on the 3DS and I, I played it for a while until I got really pissed off, mm-hmm. and then I had to take a break.
0: Well, I mean, you know, on the Switch right now is the most frustrating game ever made. Is fucking Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. God, that game is fucking.
1: That game's fucking difficult. Because you beat that shit. game and then you have to beat it again.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> so um. To get the actual ending. I think we're going to move off of news. Yeah. So uh, if you guys have any uh, news articles that you'd like to send to us, how do they get in touch with us, Joe?
1: Well, they can send it to us at couchcrouches at gmail.com. They can send it to us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchcrouches. They can find us on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Couchcrouches.
0: So the first hour is over. Yeah. Cool. And now here we are. Um, what are we here for? Well, in a couple of weeks, there's going to be a new movie coming out. That uh, while not a giant monkey movie, Joe's waiting for the giant monkey movie. Yeah, I, I want um, the monkey. You know, I'm it,
1: wondering, I, I'll bring it up later.
0: Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's straight up King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, Which looks fucking incredible. It looks fun. The, um, the reviews effectively say that um, it's a silly movie mm-hmm. um, and that it should be. But <laughs> what one person you know what, what did one person say? The problem with the movie are the pesky fucking humans.
1: Do you know <laughs> do you know what movie wasn't a fun movie? The one we're about to watch? The well, that one, but also the Godzilla with Brian Cranston. Oh. That was Brian Cranston for only twenty fucking minutes and they yeah, lied. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not watching fucking sucks.
0: We're not watching that. We're watching uh fucking Matthew, Matthew Broderick, Broderick. Yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> what was the what was the year on that? Nineteen uh, ninety
2: Was it
1: ninety nine? It's ninety eight or 99. somewhere
2: around there. I know that it was one 1998. Of the, yeah, it was one of the first VHS because everybody tapes, called it Godzilla two thousand.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got a sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it was man. so
1: bad that um, what's his name? The guy who made Godzilla? What's the, what the fuck? Is well, his like name? Toho. Or? Yeah, yeah. They made a movie that started with a ten minute fight of just. Real Godzilla killing killing. Matthew Broderick (laughs) Godzilla because he was like I fucking hate this. By the way, there is a there there
0: is a Godzilla 2000. That's a different movie. But they everybody called this Godzilla 2000. Well, the one that came out a year the one that came out a year later was called Godzilla 2000 as well. So yeah, um, we're gonna fucking watch. uh, We're gonna watch. Godzilla with Matthew Broderick, oh, and man. we're going to see whether or not I'm it's so as bad as we remember it. Part I'm going to like me, it
1: anyway. Part of me thinks I'm going to need a drink at some point.
0: So, Dan, are you saying that you're going to attempt to defend this bad movie? I, I
1: mean, I know it's a bad movie. It is. A,
0: is this officially a defending well, bad I know, movies? I
1: know AVP is a bad movie, but it's I, but not I
2: a love, bad movie. Oh. I, I'm on Joe's side Ladies of and gentlemen, <laughs> I am
0: proud to say that we have now have yet another defending bad movies. All right, so get ready. Hold on. Get ready. This is, this is a good place to end. Get ready for Defending Bad Movies, 1998's Godzilla. What the fuck was that?
2: Oh, God. A great movie.
1: You're out of your
0: fucking mind. You're, you're, you're joking, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, you
1: are joking. It okay. It's pretty bad. It's, I said it during the movie. This fucking design for Godzilla with the fucking big spiky shoulders and all this shit. This is fucking Spawn just fucking came out, and somebody wanted to make fucking Godzilla. This movie's fucking trash. Wow, wow. This movie is hard to watch I mean, in, a, in a way that I didn't expect it to be. And you know, <laughs> Roland
0: Emmerich and Dean De- Devlin have this thing about, um, and they're 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 not quite Michael Bay about it, but they're like they're from that school of filmmaker that just has to. Um, really fetishize the military mm-hmm. except in this movie they make the military look like a bunch of fucking morons like literally, literally literally these stormtroopers are more fucking accurate with their weapons <laughs> than these guys
2: I, they miss the the term lock on and what the definition <laughs> of that means
0: and you know okay so it takes you a couple tries you miss with heat seeking missiles okay um but again they wouldn't lock on if the heat seeking missiles and also <laughs> okay I'm not even getting into that that's fine i just the yeah. the lizard changes in size so many times so there's no consistency there's... in the size or or the or the abilities of that <laughs> right. lizard or the strength but of that also, lizard
1: regardless of the size of the lizard at any given moment it's the biggest fucking lizard in the world and these people can't and, not only can they not hit it, but they're just continuing to fire machine guns as they're like taking turns in the helicopter, continuing to shoot the building. Like all like, like, around. like like like
0: like the creature is not even in their windshield. They're just 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 not as they're twisting around corners, just taking the building out to get it out of the way so they can see Oh my god. It's it's it was like I mean, it's like the like the worst video game strategy ever. It's, like
1: it's really it's
0: Dan is just sitting here just chuckling to himself <laughs> going I made my friends spend
1: an hour and 40
0: minutes watching this More shit More than
1: that I looked it up this hour this this, this is movie is 2 hours and 14 minutes oh, oh,
3: fuck. Shit.
1: dude that movie
0: That movie is 2 hours and 10 minutes too long
2: <laughs> A lot could be Even cut. just looking Holy at
1: shit just looking at the placement of the footprints in the opening scenes, where like they're a half a mile apart from each other. Yeah. <laughs> he well he was he was skipping, <laughs> or he no no not skip, he was leaping, but not jumping. There's so kind of,
0: many, He was like doing a plie. There's so many along li- the thing. leaps
1: in logic you have to take in this movie to have any part of it make sense now, at all. Please keep in mind we know it's a movie
0: about a giant irradiated lizard. No one is looking for fact. A giant irradiated lizard hybrid. No one is looking for, of course, they're explaining what it's a hybrid with. Um, no one is expecting hard science. No one is expecting a great deal of logic. But effort put into certain co- things and continuity would be one thing. Um, dude, even for 1998, like that was, a, that was like a really expensive movie. Mm-hmm. And it didn't look
1: good for 98. And the, the, the one piece of continuity we really had is everybody fucked up Matthew Broderick's last Jasmine. name. And that one guy, Animal, really liked the Knicks. This is about all the continuity <laughs> that's we it. Got. <laughs> That's it. We
0: did get three cast members from The Simpsons in that show. did. But yeah. Um, oh, boy. I, I, damn that's you, a, Dan. You make me fucking
2: watch that movie. <laughs> I enjoyed myself. Uh, no? It's not your
0: fault that you're wrong, There's man. There's no reason. <laughs> and I like horrible movies. I really do. And I like horrible movies, not just because they're kind of ironic right. and horrible. Yeah. Like there are some movies that I truly love that are just I know are fucking trash. Uh, but but man, oof. that is such that. Oh, that movie, that movie could only have been made in the late 90s oh yeah
1: that is that is very much a 90s movie yep. if you couldn't already tell from the product placement of josta and Blockbuster, and Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> that is very much the style of it the writing of it all of it is so 90s and it, <laughs> I will say something: there are a lot of, of bad
2: jokes
0: on the positive, I think that we have spawned a new, Episode format, yeah, because of the amount of remakes and such that are coming Mm, out, yeah. But well, before the remake comes out, we watch the original. I don't know, it's kind of a it's kind of a we watch watch the
1: worst
2: version of of the (laughs) original.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, which 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 version of King Kong are we going to watch when the fucking oh, giant monkey movie comes out?
2: Did they ever explain... Not Skull Island, because Skull Island oh. fucking rocks. Yeah, that was real good.
0: And I'm not watching the Peter Jackson one, because that's long that's and a, fucking that's boring. That's three hours
1: of fucking hard-to-watch movie. So maybe we won't always watch the worst and one. Maybe movie, we'll just choose one. That movie was, like, mm-hmm. 2006, and they had some visual effects that were pretty much on par with Godzilla <laughs> 1998. Yeah. Did they
2: explain why New York was a good breeding ground? They still didn't. They really didn't get
1: it to that. It was easy because for the lizard to hide. It's <laughs> the
0: only place where you're gonna find something as big as the garden, you know. Even though they they fucked up my fucking season tickets, it. Listen, the garden. It's nice. It's big. It's round. It's multi-tiered. It's a good place to uh to put the eggs. It's here, a, good, you know? a good
2: place to have a final confrontation. <laughs> listen. So you,
0: what, the basic what it was is I wanted my kids to to be born near Patrick Ewing. And frankly, I thought maybe if they was lucky, Pat Riley would come and coach them out of their fucking eggs. You know, what can it's I say? So, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. The,
1: the amount See so if of, I can make like, any more 90s New yeah. York
0: references. And you know... I, listen, I knew the ice was a little fucked up, but maybe Messier was would skate up and fucking give the blessing to my fucking eggs. What are they gonna say?
1: You know the, the amount of just like New York stereotypes that we hit oh, in this fucking movie. Like you
0: can <laughs> tell that they're not from New right. York City, because like or the writers weren't. Right. They're just like, yeah, you know what I'm gonna do. Um, I think all New Yorkers are um, just colossal pricks. And, you know, it's <laughs> and, 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 and it's not just that they're colossal pricks; it's that they. Um, they're colossal pricks with absolutely no uh, moral compass. And they're or, completely uh, entitled. Yeah, they're and- just, they're, 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 you know, it has nothing to do with the fact that they're living an extremely hard life because it's a very, like, large city and, you know, it's expensive and it's kind of oppressive. No, no, it's just because... They're just genetically fucking, right. you
2: know. I like how Animal's girlfriend, who I don't know the character name, but uh, she was the worst. And yet yeah. she also brought in a bunch of the homeless people into her yeah. house. She was just like,
1: I couldn't let these people sleep on this street. Like, Jesus Christ. It, at the <laughs> same time, the point. city was evacuated
0: hours ago. So how, this is the other thing too. I've always loved that, 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 that contention. We're going to evacuate the city. It would take you weeks to evacuate New York City. <laughs> weeks.
3: Mm. Mm.
0: You know, okay, and I understand back then it wasn't as many people, so let's say it was half as, let's say it was six million people living mm. in New York City in 98. Okay, that's fine, that's a lot of people, but you think that, you y- you know, the-, the lizard shows up, evacuate the city, how the fuck does that happen? <laughs> Especially since, what does it matter? Because this lizard is... Uptown, midtown, downtown on the east side, the west side, like in the same time. There were also
1: like, zero people enforcing that. Like yeah. they showed people getting in their cars and leaving, and they showed people waiting to get back into the city. I never once saw police officers see someone on the street and go, you're not you're supposed not to be, be <laughs> here. Yeah,
2: We're going to sneak back into the city. Like The military, like hard.
1: every branch of the military is there. You have the New York police. You have the French Secret Service. You have fucking all these different people that are supposedly trying to get these people. You got the Navy who clearly pulled
0: like... Three fucking nuclear submarines off of – probably out of the North Atlantic somewhere, which, by the way, from the – so there's no way, uh, unless you're going to tell me that there are submarines in and around the harbor. I mean – Connecticut's got the submarine base. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll I'll allow it. It's right across the Sound. That's as close
1: as I can think. Done. And it's also the submarines at one point are much larger than Godzilla and then directly after are much smaller than yep. Godzilla. Just to, just to keep harping on the fact that they couldn't decide on a fucking size for this goddamn lizard.
0: And I'll ask the question again. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I open it to you. Um, you can answer this question via uh, email or social media. We'll give you everything later. Um, is Ferris Bueller the last time that Matthew Prodrick didn't play a pussy? And we aren't counting the
1: Lion King. We already discussed
0: that. We already that. discussed that. <laughs>
1: Can you think of any
0: post Ferris Bueller non pussy roles?
2: I mean, he was very smart in this movie. He came up with every single plan. But he was also not an not idiot. Like, well, also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, everyone was an idiot.
1: I'm not talking yeah. to the press. I'm just talking to my ex-girlfriend, who I just saw is a reporter, and um, left her alone in my tent with the classified files. Is anyone a bearer of
0: intelligence in this movie? I mean, everybody in this film are everyone's a bumbling idiot. Yeah, and the people who made. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and and again, it was like a it was definitely a, 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 a Devlin and mm. an Emmerich oh, yeah. movie because. You had to destroy as many historical uh, Mm -hmm. landmarks as possible. It uh, just—they also—they
1: linger. I think they thought Matthew Broderick saying "Where is it?" inside the footprint was much funnier than it was. And they lingered on that joke for a while. A lot of jokes in this movie—they really just like. They really hone in on the jokes, just like Matthew Broderick and the elevator humor in the garden. There's mm-hmm. like nine different jokes about him wanting to be on the elevator, and none of them land. Not a single one. The one the one joke <laughs> that, <laughs> that landed is when they get into the locker room for the Knicks, and the dude who loves the Knicks gets really excited because he's like, this is oh, where the shit. Knicks shower and stuff.
2: <laughs> it's like... <laughs> That was the one that got the me. fucking
1: Knicks.
0: <laughs> Holy Damn. fucking what? shit, this is man. Knicks locker room? It's a fucking Knicks locker room. We're about to die. Yeah, but now I can die in peace. I've been in the Knicks fucking locker room. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a fucking stereotype whatsoever. <laughs> what? Jesus the
1: Christ. The argument in the taxi about which way which is the way best to way to go. To go. And Matthew Broderick, the outsider, looking for Get the map, map, and then pulling it out, and it's a subway map. What? <laughs> what? What is? What? 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 And why? And where? Yes. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I blame you, Dan. <laughs> this
2: is a good bad movie. No,
1: this
0: is a bad. Movie. No, this is a bad bad oh, movie.
2: Yeah, it's...
0: Like Dan. Okay. I want you to give me a redeeming quality about this film.
2: I'm I'm laughing a lot. (laughs) (sighs) And we, I had fun hanging out with you guys, making fun of it. That's the experience. Yes. No. 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 uh, A good (sighs) bad movie.
1: But any bad movie you can sit down with friends and make fun of and have it be a good experience. All right, here's a redeeming quality.
2: Are... It was one of the first VHS tapes that I owned as a, a human being. Listen, listen.
0: That just because I'm <laughs> laughing at the fact that you were abused as a child does not make that a redeeming
1: quality, okay? I understand nostalgia to a point. Of course. But there are also Hey man. <laughs> hey man, that's how
0: we got started on this. That's ice pirates. That, that's ice pirates. Yeah. I when I was a kid loved ice pirates. Mm-hmm. I could barely finish it when I
2: watched it as a grown-ass man. I will admit, this is a lot longer than I remembered. It really and we were is. getting to the end, and I was like, can't they it just got, over? They got
1: into the garden, and they were planting the bonds on the eggs, and I said, this has to be over soon, and we all agreed it did. It and then one. it went on for another 45 <laughs> fucking minutes. Five fucking minutes.
2: And a whole car chase. Damn.
1: They blew up a- Madison Square Garden, and then Godzilla showed up again, and then they had a chase with Godzilla again? <laughs> Fuck this movie. And then they lingered on the shot of Matthew Broderick in the rain for like nine goddamn minutes. Yeah, so,
0: okay, so this thing has been killing people, it has been laying eggs, it's blowing up. Finally, it gets shot and blown up by the planes. Spoilers. And- He's standing there, and it's sad music swelling, and the, the lizard is standing there, forlorn before it dies. Are
2: we supposed to feel bad they do for that lizard? Yeah. They try and make that pull, try and take that turn, where it's like, oh, it's, it's not the
1: lizard's fault. <laughs> right. We okay. killed its babies. <laughs> sure. Okay.
0: But we none read. of that was played up. No, like, you not know. at all.
2: I feel like the whole time, anytime Godzilla was on screen, they- like in the beginning even they tried to play and the the score sounded like yeah. Jurassic Park when mm. they first show the sure. dinosaurs and sure. It's like wow look how beautiful and it I, is but then it like whips its tail and breaks a building yeah, and it destroys still entire playing building. the beautiful score as it crumbles to the ground
1: i'm yeah. still i'm still not convinced that Matthew Broderick didn't have the fucking phone on him the entire time they were in the garden trying to get a message out. Oh, shit, look at this. I had the phone all along. Even,
2: even if the French Secret Service had the phone on him, why didn't he use it?
0: Because I did not want you to know that I planted it on you. I
1: hate your coffee, so I did not want to use my
0: phone. That was the other thing, too. Bad coffee jokes. Like, that's, like I told you before we watched the movie, all I really remembered about the movie was the bad coffee jokes. Mm-hmm. You do
1: not have croissants.
2: (laughs) And then they make the joke later. Where do you get all the guns? It's America. You can buy anything. (laughs) Except good coffee, apparently.
0: (laughs) Just fucking... This fucking movie. This fucking movie. (sighs) Uh, Uh, You know what? I... (sighs) I don't know what to say. That was... Yes. That, that was fucking ponderous. That was fucking
1: ponderous. What do you say we do mail? Make- <laughs> I don't have any. No? No. Are you sure? I don't have any mail. I got told on Twitter that people were sending emails.
0: Um, I have yet to receive one. God damn it. I mean, I can check another medium. I,
1: I, I post it on Facebook. I posted on...
2: And I feel like that movie... Could I feel like they cut stuff out of that based on the end where we're shown this character's yeah. end and that characters end. And it's all like this character feel for these Was it never there more mattered. to the movie that I was supposed to feel for that one and, military guy?
0: And I love how it's like also you know, like John Reno, it's oh where did Philippe go? Where did Philippe go? Oh, my phone that I didn't know I had rings, and he's in a he's in a phone booth, he's like, Yes, I'm serious.
1: He's oh in a phone God, booth like corner. sixty feet away.
0: <laughs> I am mysterious. I have the tape, but I have to remove things. I will send it to you. The rain is falling. I am mysterious.
1: I also love when he plans the bug on the mayor and just lets his umbrella go <laughs> <laughs> as they're standing in the
3: rain.
0: I am I have nothing nothing but disdain for umbrellas. Blah. <laughs> so I love The Professional, and I said that a million mm-hmm. times. I love that fucking movie. But um, and John Reno has been in other movies it's also that are great good. And taken. Well, he's good. Is he in Taken?
1: He's in the first Taken. I never movie. Saw Taken. Yeah.
0: But like he does not make any. F- so there's some actors that make film the films that they're in better. Mm-hmm. And can elevate a film. I've never seen a movie with John Reno where I was glad that he yeah. was in it.
1: He's very. He's always deadpan, which yeah, worked yeah. really well for the professional. Yeah, it, it fit the character really well. But this time, it's just like it's—he yeah. was an agent from fucking Hudson Hawk in this fucking yeah. movie, is what he was.
0: Might as well have given him a candy bar <laughs> name, you know? Just, I am Charleston Chew, <laughs>
2: just something ridiculous like that. They also uh, have a big problem with jurisdiction and who's in, who's charge, in charge in this
0: movie. Again, that- I was just expecting I really wanted like when 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 the when John Reno and the Amer- and the American colonel are fucking fight, you need to go away or we're going to make you go away in Jamaica. I was expecting some Jamaican <laughs> guy to come up and go, "Excuse me, man. Have you decided to invade Jamaica? Because I don't think you can push people around." <laughs> That's my Jamaican accent, but, but it's also. I, I grew up in with a lot of Jamaicans. It doesn't mean it's a good accent. The,
1: the mayor of New York is constantly telling the military they don't have the right or the jurisdiction to do anything. <laughs> you, and while mayor the mayor is York. sitting around a table featuring people from the the Department of Defense, yeah. the State Department, the governor of New York is there, like. All of these people that are clearly higher ranked than the mayor, and here comes the mayor.
2: You can't do
1: that. Gee, you gee. can't use my dump trucks. And
2: why is that one general still in charge after being secretaries of defense and higher <laughs> g- higher military personnel show up? So
0: that was the dump truck thing is funny. You know, so there's a, this was a fucking disaster going on right mm-hmm. now. And this guy's like, and they pulled 10 goddamn uh, dump trucks. What the what? fuck was going to happen with those dumb? You got what something, for those, you <laughs> those something for dump those? Those dumb trucks
1: to- have a specific route to pick up garbage <laughs> in your <laughs> right in now.
2: We hell. evacuated the city, but I need those dumb trucks. I love moving. how I
0: love how when the uh, when Matthew Broderick's character kind of gets hung up for giving inadvertently giving the stuff to the uh, the reporter, mm-hmm. the general who's like, you know, he's like, okay, you get to go home now, and now we're gonna we're gonna take. Everything that you've told us, that everything that has been correct thus far, mm-hmm. and go well. We're not going to do what you want to. You, know, you said that, <laughs> that this thing's laid eggs. Okay, we don't believe you because you talked to a reporter. Although every other thing you've every ever said is piece correct. Of <laughs>
1: useful information that they got. They got from Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Finding out if God. Everybody thought Godzilla was a dinosaur until he was like, "What if it's a radiated lizard?" He, we need to figure out what it needs. Every useful piece of information they got from Matthew Broderick. And so when he they found out that he talked to a reporter because he's a fucking idiot, and he realized his ex-girlfriend's a reporter and still decided to tell her everything anyway. And then when she confronts him about he it, it, was like, you never said it was off the record. He was like, we were supposed to be friends. It's like, you haven't seen this woman in fucking 10 fucking years. So you
2: see her once <laughs> and immediately just like jump right back on. Oh, we're definitely best friends. Yeah. So
1: fucking... um, I feel like this should have gone over that last car chase. <laughs> Can we make a Godzilla edit? Just anytime the helicopters are chasing Godzilla, Godzilla's chasing the car. <laughs> And we can cut out a lot
2: of conversations oh, shit. and get a half, half hour out of that movie. Easy. I think
0: we should, I should try to make <laughs> fan that. Fan edit. I could try to make that fucking fan edit. I'll see what I can do. All right. Um, fuck this movie. And what a
1: travesty.
0: Fuck our special guest, Dan, for making us watch this fucking movie. Okay, if you guys got any ideas for movies... Um, And you want to talk to us and you want to send us emails, you want to send us movies, you can send them. Give them the fucking contact info.
1: Couchgrouches at Uh, gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash couchgrouches. And then Instagram and Twitter is at couchgrouches. Do it up.
0: Okay, so I guess that's it. We'll be back next week, uh, I hope. Um, (laughs) Dan, thanks for coming on.
2: You're welcome. you fun? This was a blast. All right,
0: <laughs> Why be on again? Oh, yeah. All right. Awesome. righty. All right. Yeah. And with that, I guess uh, for Couch Crouches, this is
1: Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Dan. Fuck on, audience. There's a lot of fucking fish.